1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 971. Sketch 1,085. Tapas. Gonna say something, Rich. It's um, your choice, Alistair. No, but I can do. I heard you breathe in and assumed that there was something coming. But... <laughs> I do that <laughs> regularly. But it must have been particularly near the mic. Laura's uh, with us, I should say, but um, she's having some technical problems, so she's not recording with us. But she was very eager for us to say how sad she was. <laughs> how sad she was that Rolf Harris died, and his funeral was today. Uh, she was really eager. <laughs> Uh, she's the weeping is, on the Zoom. It's, she it's can hear us. To she see. can hear us. She can't join in. But yeah, she's um, she's finding she, that emotional. She said she she hasn't been this crestfallen since Jimmy went. I mean, it's <laughs> anywho, we have here a little two-hander to lighten the mood from this hmm. sad, sad day. And we did actually tickets today, so I'm trying to remember what the casting was. I think Rich was Monty and Dan was Zuma. That seems to work. I think and it's the going... other way round, but I'm happy. Uh, oh, go on, let's try it that way round and see how it works. Yeah. All righty. Well, i got to say, I'm impressed. In just a couple of months, you've turned this pub around. These accounts are brilliant. Thanks. It's all down to the tapas menu, I reckon. People love it. And the margins are higher. Really? Tapas? Yep. And we've just rolled out tapas to our Sunday menu too. What? You don't do Sunday roast anymore? Well, it's still Sunday roast, but all seven constituent parts are half the size and come on different plates at different times. Oh, and it costs twice as much. And people go for that, do they? Lap it up. Quite literally if the gravy comes out before the cutlery. Great work. Raising the price and reducing the portion size seems to be a golden ticket. I'm amazed no one's thought of it before. The real beauty is it can be applied pretty much anywhere. Take bar snacks. From next week, you'll be able to order snack tapas, where we hand a couple of scratchings over the bar and then five minutes later, we'll bring round a thimble of peanuts or a bag with a single crisp. It's up to the customer. Fantastic. Well, I think that rounds off my visit. I'll report to head office that all is going smoothly at the Pig and Whistle. Ah, I'm changing the name. To the pig and whistle and halloumi and tiny pie and saucer of cornichon. It's more tapas. Perhaps not everything has to be tapas? No, everything has to be tapas. One reel on the fruit machine at a time, one ball on the pool table each, one... Isn't that just billiards? One spot per domino, one fag at a time in the beer garden. I don't think anyone smokes more than one fag at a time, even Alistair. (laughs) <laughs> Why are you crapping on all my ideas? These are great concepts, like my sings every seventh word karaoke tapas. You can't tell me that's a bad idea. Can and will. Look, you've done good work, but not everything can be tapassed. Shut. Stupid. Up. You. Especially not sentences. Okay, okay. If you don't want my tapas genius, it's your loss. 
How about a beer? Show there's no hard feelings for my area manager. Yeah, go on. A pint would be lovely. A pint? Get with it, Grandad. We only serve three-litre schooners. What? Plus it's happy hour. Two for one. You can't <laughs> clap in, because we'll all have to clap as well. Yeah, she can clap okay, in. Okay, we'll all clap. A three, two, one. I'm unavailable for five seconds. <laughs> and already slander. That <laughs> bloody fucking shit, Harris. Oh, dickhead. Rolf, bloody fucking we shit, had, um We had parents in our household, pleasant. when I was younger, um, a copy of his book, Beastly Behaviour. Surely he knew then <laughs> the crimes and atrocities he'd committed. Like, did he think of the title? Or did an editor save the title to him? Either way, what's going on there? I assumed it was some sort of animal hospital spin-off. Well, yeah, obviously, obviously. But you still think this is not going to do well in 20 years when everyone finds out what a horrible, horrible man I am. Well, okay. so firstly, he probably was unaware that Beast is a slang for sexual offender in, like, prisons, Mm. isn't it? Right? But secondly, I think, I reckon, that if you commit all these acts it's low down on your list like i wonder what people will think retrospectively about my book titles when they yeah, find fair out enough. fair yeah. enough yeah fair enough most recently there was a picture of him like doing a didgeridoo and i think that is just obscene <laughs> after the fact he how was he be. doing the didgeridoo what do you mean doing it didgeridoo? was a horrible picture him playing the didgeridoo it looked really creepy I and mean, awful I doubt very much it was a recent photo. He's had no. horrifying... It was! Ne- it was recent! I read something where it's like, these are the last photos taken of him. It was recent. Like, okay. Well, I don't think... I mean, enough. playing a didgeridoo doesn't <laughs> You're going to defend him because of... you play yeah. weird musical instruments. I just don't I've look got... at someone playing a didgeridoo and think, oh, fucking a child. It just doesn't... Got... There's no I've got a didgeridoo, connection. so I hope not. Yeah, you've got one, I remember when you you've were You've also that. got a weird little mannequin, so I'm starting to think, actually. <laughs> the, the, the sums are adding up. They are both in the same storage locker together, so I dread to think storage they locker. get it to at night. <laughs> Slash storage dungeon. locker stroke infant school. Infant school? <laughs> yes, I keep Sick all man. my possessions in an infant school. Let's change the subject. The, the end of this sketch reminds me of a bar in Oxford that I once went to. Mm. And I was meeting someone, and I got there first, I went up to the bar and said, can I have a pint of whatever? And they said, with the utmost exhaustion, we don't serve <laughs> pints, we only serve schooners. Uh, and a schooner was like 0. 0.75 of a pint. How was that related to exhaustion? Just because they were clearly, literally every person who'd ever come into this bar had ordered a pint of beer and then had to be told they don't serve pints. And I said to them, have you considered uh... serving pints? And then, like, literally, <laughs> I think I could take 2% off your work day. <laughs> Just <laughs> telling people that you don't serve pints. Hmm. And it's, of course, it costs the same price as a pint. That's why they don't serve pints. Hmm. Uh... Not somewhere I've been back to, must be said. And they also served, like, uh, someone I know got bought a hot dog. And there was two hot dogs and it came on a plate. And then there was mustard and ketchup, but they hadn't put it on the hot dog. They just put it all over the plate in uh, diagonal lines. What? Uh, which is basically deconstructed shit, food. It? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's supposed to look like they'd have it in New York, but I don't think it is how they have it in New York. Was it a foot no. long? But it was actually only as long as the chef's foot. 
<laughs> I mean, I can't, I've got no data on that. Okay. It may have been as long as the chef's foot. It was very yay long. So, yeah, it, I can imagine. If the chef was an enormous person. Okay. 0.75 of a person. <laughs> That's right, for the same price. Yes. Yeah. 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Dan Mitchell and Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.